Hey everybody, Pastor Chip, and thanks for tuning in today. Sitting here watching it snow out the window. It's been an up and down weather kind of year so far, but that's the mountain life, right? But um, so today we'll talk about spiritual famine. We know what a famine is. It's it's not um. It's not a complete lack of anything. It's a shortage of something. A shortage of... When we say famine, we think of food. You know, people are starving. There's shortages of food. A spiritual famine, there's a shortage of God in our world. I've had occasion today to talk to about three different, two or three different pastors that I've associated with, and we talked about things that's going on, and I mean, we got a bank that collapsed in California, we've got, you know, uh, corruption all over the United States, and it's all over the world, but we don't see it as much in the United States because of our media. Um, I was reading about a woman who locked her eight-year-old into the in the garage and made him live out there until he died from hypothermia. Didn't offer him clothes or food, and uh, murders that are taking place left and right are governments that uh, these Soros-backed attorneys that are trying to destroy our legal system and infrastructure. I just don't understand what these people think they're going to gain by destroying stuff because anarchy knows no bounds. You know, you can't be protected from people that live in anarchy, but anyway. But the Christians are, we're the hottest topic on the on the market, you know, we're the hottest thing going on for lawsuits, abuse, uh, just corruption, whatever, you know, standing our word, we're the, we're the biggest target. But, you know, we're partly to blame for ourselves because if you look at Christianity in the United States, look how divided we are. I mean, just in the denominations, you know, Lutherans, Pentecostal, Church of God, Catholic, Baptist, uh, Episcopalians, Methodist. That's all underneath the guise of Christianity, right? Under the religion of Christianity, of Christ's followers. Everybody has a different way of believing. And then just go into the Baptist side of it you got the independent the free will the full gospel you know the southern baptist the first there's just so many i get tired but then we we worry about things that people are doing in the churches or not doing in the churches and Instead of worrying about grace and helping people and loving on people, we worry about 
you know, what you wear, what you eat, what you do. So we're so far divided that we can't even stand unified against the devil. And um, it's a sad state of affairs. I was reading an email this afternoon about uh, somebody uh, I had an association with, uh, had a loss in the family, and, you know, our, our youth today, they don't know what they are. They don't know where they can turn to. They don't know about God. Uh, most people just say they're Christian because they're not anything else. But they don't believe in Christ. They don't believe in doing his works or reading his Bible or witnessing to others. But um, Jesus talks about this in the, in the New Testament in several places. He, I'm reading Matthew. He says... Uh, Where is it here? Matthew 9, 35. It says, Jesus went about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing every sickness and every disease among the people. But when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion for them because they were weary and scattered, like sheep having no shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, The harvest truly is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. So, you know, we need to be praying that people will answer the call, that people will get back to God, that will get in their Bible and will learn and preach and teach and witness and just love on people, you know. Um, it's not a hard thing to do. I mean, I've... I beat y'all up about that enough. <clears throat> Giving, paying it forward, uh, handouts, uh, just kind gestures. There's all kinds of things we could do, but we're um, we've been, we've turned into a self-centered, I need it now, I want it my way, kind of people. But you see, the government is turning people away. From God, they're turning people away from the churches. The and like I said, these law groups are turning people away, uh, pushing people away, making crime seem like it's no big deal. So we're all struggling. But what does it say in Amos? I looked it up about a spiritual famine, and in Amos eight. 11 and 12, God says, Behold, the days are coming, says the Lord, that I will send a famine on the land, not a famine of bread, nor thirst for water, but of hearing the words of the Lord. They shall wander from sea to sea, from north to east. They shall run to and fro, seeking the word of the Lord, but shall not find it. Man, that's happening around here right now every day. You know, people are homeless, people are losing their jobs, prices are going up, food's going up, and they're printing more money like it's toilet paper. Um, what's happening to our world? Uh, they're taking down statues, they're 
wanting the Ten Commandments taken off of things. Uh, and people aren't saying anything. We're not doing anything. We need to be working the fields. You know, when God uses all these parables about fields and workers and all. But when you plant a garden and you lay out the rows and you plant the, the crops in it and it starts growing, if you walk away and leave it, weeds are going to take over. A garden will not grow and thrive without somebody working it, keeping the weeds out. Well, that's the same thing with us. You know, with the people in the world, if we're not out there witnessing and telling people things and loving on people and praying for people and visiting people in the hospital and sick and and in the homes, well, the devil's just going to come right in and set up camp and make everybody feel good and cozy. So, I don't know, people. I don't know what to tell you. I, I get frustrated. Me and my buddy, Kevin, we get frustrated. We talk and, you know, we care about everybody and we we preach to people. We, we, we have a passion for the Bible and, and, and the word of the Lord. But there's a whole lot of truth to that saying about you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink, right? I can preach to you all day long about Jesus and forgiveness and salvation, but I can't make you get up and do it. I can't make you reach out. I can't make you say your prayers. I can't make you read your Bible. But sadly, the world's collapsing in on people. Things are getting tough, getting rough. And people are starting to find that when they want when they're wanting when they get hitting the rock bottom, they're starting to call on God. But you know, like I said before, why 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 would God want to help most of us? You know, I mean if I had my neighbor, you know, who who's always doing things, you know, next door, and I never go out there to help him. And then somebody comes and, and you know, starts cutting down my trees, where, and I call for help. You think he's going to come help me? I mean, you can't use God for fire insurance or flood insurance or medical insurance, that's a big one. People, why does God allow my loved one to die? Well, what have you been doing for God? We need to get back to God in the good days along with the bad days. We need to get back to God now for the very simple purpose of salvation. He doesn't want any of us to go to hell. But he can't make us come to him. He can't make us ask for forgiveness. But you know, loving your neighbor, you know, loving your family, being generous, being being a philanthropist to the people in need, 
You know, if you've got extra, what's it going to hurt to give a little? If you know somebody needs some food, give them a gift card. You know, the Bible is its a nice book. Very nice book. It's full of these words and stories and uh, just tons of history. But it... It, it ain't God. It's not God. It's God's Word. But it's not going to do anything for you unless you believe in Christ and get in His Word and learn about your Father. You know, you can put it under your pillow. You can lay it in the back window of your car. You can lay it on your coffee table. It's not going to do anything by itself. It's not going to save this country. We need to get back to the basics. We need to read that Bible. We need to study the Word. Study God. Study His plan for us so that we don't have a spiritual famine. You know, He doesn't want our sacrifices. He wants our love. He doesn't want us starving he doesn't want us hurting but he's not going to do it for us i preached this to my daughters many many years and you know i don't you can't make people want which you know not everybody likes chevrolets right but this isn't a chevrolet this is god if you're not with him, then by default, you're against him. If you're not for Christ, then you're an antichrist. And if you're listening to some of these corrupt leaders in the world, you're just feeding into the antichrist. So, if you know somebody that's hurting, get out there and give them a hand. Talk to them. Be a friend. Show some love. Show some compassion. There may come a day when you're on the side of the road broke down and they're riding by and they might go, you know, he's always been nice to me whenever I saw him. Maybe I'll go back and see if he needs a ride. So, think about it, people. The harvest is out there. People just need to be weeded and watered and uh, nurtured a little bit and grow up with some sunshine on them to show them the Word of God. And this is Pastor Chip. Thanks for tuning in. God bless. Be safe. And everybody have a good day.